Hello everyone, I'm Nicole, and I'm Jason, and this is episode two of Limax Maximus, our podcast about animal reproduction. Today's animal is... What is it, Nicole? Oh my god, okay. So today's animal are, is, are, are ducks. Today's animals are ducks. If you know me, you know that ducks have corkscrew penises, because I've told you 5,000 times. Um, but let's start off a little bit more normal and get to the reproduction at the, you know, as we go. Um, so foreplay. Sir. <laughs> Let's cut that out. No. <laughs> we can't cut anything out. We don't know how to edit. <laughs> so okay. we can't cut anything out. Okay. Um, so ducks as pets. So I looked into this and my friend Gray would like me very much to have a duck as a pet. However, uh, I have, um... Decided that's not quite possible, as I have no lawn or yard for it. But anyway, ducks are very intelligent. They socialize with each other. They can learn tricks. They can play with toys. And um, they're good friends. Uh, (laughs) They need companionship of fellow ducks. um, But they like people, too. Um, They like to poop a lot, which is a problem. And they like to swim, so if you have a little kiddie pool in your yard, it's perfect. Um, Gray wants me to get a duck and put it on a leash and walk it around everywhere, but I don't know about that. Um, ducks are a commitment of time and energy. Well, I think that goes for any pet, but yeah. So, I am not getting a duck as a pet. However, I did spend a lot of time on Wikipedia's page for a list of fictional ducks. And if you ever have a moment, you should go on there and look at the Donald Duck universe because someone has categorized every single duck he has ever come in contact with. There's also a list of fictional birds separated by species. Wikipedia is a fascinating place. Jason, what is your favorite fictional duck? Or who is your favorite fictional duck, animated or otherwise? I would say probably the Mighty Ducks. It's Those pretty- are not ducks! Actual ducks, like Donald Duck, Daffy Duck, a duck. Do you know what the Mighty Ducks are? You've never seen the movie, have you? It's a movie in space. It's about hockey. Oh, sorry. What's the Space Ducks movie? There's no Space Ducks movie! There there is. Look it up. Okay, I'm looking it up. There's no, I mean, I wish, Space Ducks movie. There's no Space Ducks movie. What am I thinking of then? I don't know what you're talking about. This is the Mighty Ducks. Hold on. No, there's another duck movie. This is the Mighty Ducks. They're hockey players. No, not them. That's Do you want to look at the list of fictional ducks? Yeah, to, let's, let's look at this. There's some ducks that I'm thinking. To jog your memory here? Movie, yeah. I don't know what you are talking about. Here's a list of fictional ducks. There's a lot of them. Cartoon ducks? Yeah, okay. Dude. These are all the Donald Duck. Oh, let me read to you guys some of these Donald Duck characters. There's Bridgeta McBridge, Fenton Crackshell, Moby Duck, Launchpad McQuack, Dingus McDuck, Downy O'Drake... Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Fooey. Those are... No- everyone knows them. So I have to reiterate. Not everyone in our podcast is from America, so... Uh, Bubba the Cave Duck. Webby Vanderquack. Flick Duck from the TV show PBNJ Otter, which sounds very intriguing. Canard Thunderbeak. We got multiple languages going on there. Plucky Duck. Oh, wait. They are from the Mighty Ducks. I thought the Mighty Ducks... I've never seen this movie, but I thought it was about Disney's hockey. Disney's the Mighty Ducks. There you go. Told you, Nicole. Okay, what is this? You never saw this. This came out in 1996. You were, like, what, three years old? You didn't see this. I have seen it before. You've seen the Mighty Ducks, the animated series? In another galaxy exists a pop planet populated yes. by humanoid yes. ducks? Yes, yes, 
The ducks play hockey. What? Told you. What? I didn't tell you that part, but still. Wild wing, flash blade, nosedive. These guys look familiar to you? Yeah, kind of. No. Yes, they do. Are you thinking of Space Jam? Are there ducks in that movie? I don't think so. I doubt it. Space Jam. I mean, you've seen Space Jam, right? Yeah, of course. I don't think there's ducks. I think this is just like Bugs Bunny and shit. No, oh, okay. Well, that's anyway, enough of bunny. who's your favorite fictional duck? You never answered the question. Do you like Daffy Duck? Do you like cartoon um, ducks? Do you like Mrs. Catalpa Quack Quack? A duck in a pillbox hat, a scold who frequently notices Ignatz in the course of his plotting and, and then informs the officer probably. Okay, anyways, <laughs> I'm not that familiar with ducks, honestly. In, Howard in the, the Duck? Oh, yes, Affleck Duck. He is fantastic. Really? He is, you he's pick timeless. All, he's of timeless. all of the ducks in the no, world, he is you pick timeless. him? He sucks. I don't do business with him, but I, I, he is timeless. No, and man, he like, sucks. Oh, awesome. did you know there's a song called Disco Duck? Do you want us to play this for you, dear listeners? Let's play this for you. Disco Duck. We're getting off track. We haven't talked about reproduction yet, but let's listen to That's this wonderful song. That's what makes this podcast great, guys. Oh, my God. I'm feeling this, Jason. This is great. Jason's nodding along, so we know he likes it too. Time for our dubstep 2017 remix. This might be my wedding song, actually, guys. I don't know if it'll translate well if I get married in my lash, but. to change acting strange does he turn into a duck <gasps> he does <laughs> oh my god he turns into a duck well this might be not a new ringtone just to piss people off disco duck okay i think that's enough of disco duck can you imagine just like that song turning on your phone and then you're gonna Disco Duck, it's so good. Okay, anyway, let's get to the breeding. All right. So there's lots of different kinds of ducks, which is a problem I had when I started looking up duck reproduction because each one's got like slightly different way of doing it. But let me first talk about like how they become, how they have families and stuff before we get to the actual sex. So the ducks kind of mate like for a year or so. They stay together, in other words. Um, the female lays eggs. Um, some of the, most of the males and females, excuse me, most of the males and females pair up, but sometimes there's extra males left over, so they just hang out, and if the female, uh, ducks have lost or abandoned their eggs, uh, they come in, you know, they're the extras, basically. Um, a female ducks lay more than half of her body weight in eggs, which is kind of crazy. Um, she finds a nesting spot. In urban areas, it can be, like, window ledges and balconies. Um, they have 8 to 13 eggs. Yeah, they had the nests there. Okay. What are the nests made out of? What's any nest made out of? Just make, checking. Some birds make nests out of different things. No, it's a regular duck nest. Okay. And how about the eggs? There? Do humans eat the eggs? Yes, they do. I have not done so, but humans do. Um, Which cultures? Every culture, I think. Anywhere where ducks uh, live. I don't know about that, but okay. Okay, whatever. If you can figure out a way. Oh, you know that in the, whatchamacallit, don't they do the thing with the duck eggs in the Philippines? That, that, that thing where they eat it with the duck is still in there? I forgot what it's called. Or is that a chicken? 
there's a thing they eat in the Philippines. It's like a street food snack where you eat the embryo, like the the baby duck or a chicken is in there. It has you guys food. can't see me, but I'm giving Nicole a blank stare. Because I, I swear to God, it is about. totally a thing. I, let me look it up so I know what it's called. Philippines duck egg. I swear to God, this is a thing. See, it's called balut, balot. You eat the egg and it's in there. It is a duck. It's a de- uh, developing bird embryo that's a duck or a chicken that you boil and you eat from the shell. Okay, then. In Laos and Cambodia, too. I don't remember seeing yeah, that in the Philippines. there, but yeah. I told you, my friend, she bought one. She Her mom owns an um, Asian grocery store, and they demanded. Um, well, not demanded, but she thought she might get some of those for them. But unfortunately, she left the eggs overnight right next to the heater. And so instead of having uh, developing duck embryos that she wanted to sell the next morning, she had like 12 little ducklings. So that's not what she wanted. Okay, then. Anyway, so yeah, that's the thing. You can eat those. But um, they stay near their mother, the baby ducks. Uh, they're adorable. They basically hang out together until the next breeding season. Uh, during the breeding season, male and females can become aggressive, driving off their competitors. The males fight more than the females do, and they attack each other by pecking at their rival's chest, ripping out feathers, and even getting to their skin. That sounds really harsh and cruel. Um, so ducks rape each other, unfortunately. Well, male ducks rape female ducks. Um which is pretty disgusting, in my opinion. But it shows you that rape is not just a human thing. I don't know if that's reassuring or, like, bad, but... Um, sometimes the male ducks will chase other male ducks of different species or each other. Um, this is this is one of my favorite little facts. In one documented... Oh, all this is from Wikipedia, by the way. In one documented case of homosexual necrophilia... You know what that means, Jason? You, do our readers know what that means? Do our listeners know what I'm that means? I'm sure they do, but do you know? Well, you know what homosexual means, Well, if I don't obviously. know, I mean, some, some listener out there might not know. Okay, well, homosexual means gay, obviously. I knew that. Necrophilia means uh, you get off by having sex with dead people. Oh, I think we mentioned this last episode. Yeah. So, in one documented case of homosexual necrophilia, a male duck had sex with another male duck that he was chasing, but then the chased male died after he flew into a glass window and he still had sex with him. Um, the scientist who wrote <laughs> this paper was awarded with an Ig Nobel, Ig Nobel Prize, which, if you know what a Nobel Prize is... Ig Nobel is like the opposite. They award it to scientists who make the stupidest papers. So they're like, why did you research homosexual necrophilia in ducks? Wow. So they gave them a, yeah, you're an idiot awards. Exists. You should look up the Ig Nobel Prize like, list winners. It's all stupid, really stupid shit. Like, how do you feel about your pet rock? Someone did a study. You know, like That's weird because like so many things are discovered and invented by mistake. But okay. Well, anyway, if you want to look that up, that's quite interesting. There's a list of people who've done stupid things that... Um... Actually, let me look up a couple right now just to give you an example. We have, we have time. I don't have that much to go go through, surprisingly, about ducks. So let's look at the list before we get back to ducks. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Outreach, reception. List of winners. Here we go. It's a parody of the Nobel Prize. Let's just go down to 2017 and 16 and see who won this year. In reproduction. Oh, I remember this one. I don't know if you read um, Roach. What's her name? Mary Roach, I think. But her stuff is so great. There is this one guy who died, unfortunately. Uh, Ahmed Shafiq, he was testing the effects of wearing polyester, cotton, or wool trousers on the sex lives of rats. Like, he'd take a rat and put cotton trousers on it and see how, how the sex life of the rat was affected. Um, it's pretty cool. Oh, here's the rock one. Economics. Mark and his colleagues assess the perceived personalities of rocks from a sales and marketing perspective. Mm. Physics. Gabor Horvath and his colleagues discovered why white-haired horses are the most horsefly-proof horses and discovered why dragonflies are fatally attracted to black tombstones. Why do you... <laughs> someone funded you, this why shit. Why would you torture ho- horses like that? No, the funny thing is not that someone did this, but someone funded this shit. Jeez. Um, 
Wow, Volkswagen solved the problem of excessive automobile pollution emissions by producing fewer emissions whenever the car is being tested, but not when it's normally driving. That is scandalous. Didn't they get in trouble for that? I feel like they did. Yes, indeed, but I think they're still not doing terrible, per se. Christoph Helmchen and his colleagues discovered even if you have an itch on the left side of your body, you can relieve it by looking into the mirror and scratching the right side of your body. I do have an itch right now, itch right now on my left knee, but there's no you mirror nearby, yeah, so... Mirror. I'll uh, try that later. And get <laughs> Psychology. Back to you. Oh my God, I love this. Evelyn DB Debbie and her colleagues asked a thousand liars how often they lie, and then they decided whether they should believe those answers. They paid a thousand people, most likely, for this. Type. And they probably volunteered. Nobody volunteers anymore. You have to be paid for your research. For the Ig Nobel Peace Prize, Gordon Pennycook, lovely name, and his colleagues did a study called "On the Reception and, Dete- and Detection of Pseudo Profound Bullshit." Man, academia needs that. Yep. Biology. Char- oh my god, I read this book. It was so bad. Don't surprise, read this book. Surprise, Charles Foster and Thomas Thwaites both won it for living in the wild as a badger, an otter, a deer, a fox, and a bird, and creating prosthetic extensions of limbs that allowed this man to move in the manner of and roam the hills in the company of goats. Uh, Basically, guys, some dumbass pretended guys, to be guys, a goat. Guys, 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 Goats are my favorite animal. Should we do goats next week? We might have to. I mean, there's so many good things. About I don't goats. know if the goat sex is very interesting. I'll have to look it up. Um, literature, Frederick, how do you pronounce that name? I have no idea. Schoberg, Schoberg. It's probably, is that German, I guess? I have no idea. Swedish, I don't know. Anyway, he wrote a three-volume autobiographical work about the pleasures of collecting flies that are dead and flies that are not yet dead. These folks' parents, if they're alive, must be so impressed with them. I know, right? They won prizes. You know, like every parent wants their kids to be better than them. This is like oh, the I love this. Reverse. Thank you, Japan. The Ig Nobel Prize for Perception. Atsuki Higashiyama and Kohei Adachi won this prize for investigating whether things look different when you bend over and look at them between your legs. Hey, that's you know that's getting exercise in a, in a way, I guess. So anyway, that's only 2016. You should go back if you ever want to go back and read. There's all it goes all the way up to 1991, which is the year I was born. So there's 26 years of it. Anyway, back to ducks. So. Ducks' uh, nests are sometimes targeted by brood parasites, which means other birds lay their eggs and put it in the duck egg, duck nest, and then they fly away. They're like, we don't want this baby. And the ducks have to take care of them. And then the Bad baby... Ass. It's like if I was to go to a nursery and such babies around and put your names. But then you just don't... You just leave your baby there. And then your baby yeah. eats all the other babies' food and all the other babies die. So it's kind of a evil thing to do as a human. Yeah, um, but anyway, uh, they usually are accepted. But sometimes if it happens while they're laying their eggs, they abandon them. Um, so ducks are monogamous, which means they only have one husband or wife, but only usually for a year. So then the next year they have more, um, the bigger, the bigger species and the sedentary, which means the ones that don't move around as much species, um, tend to have monogamous relationships that last multiple years. Um, ducks usually breed during the spring, summer and wet season. So basically now, um, ducks also make a nest and then after hatching, they lead their ducklings to the water. Mother ducklings are, mother, mother ducks are very caring and protective of their young, but sometimes they abandon their babies if they're stuck and they can't get them out of there. Um, okay, so sometimes ducklings can become orphans because some of the few eggs hatch after the mom already left the nest and took her ducklings to the water. Kind of unlucky. So, families of most dabbling ducks make the classic quack sound, but despite widespread misconceptions, most species of ducks do not quack. So it's, that song was inaccurate, basically. That song was accurate for dabbling ducks, but not for all the other kind of ducks. Other kinds of ducks... Dabbling ducks means they just eat like right on the surface. They don't go all the way down. Diving ducks eat oh, all the way down. They dabble in food. Exactly. Now, other kinds of ducks make a wide range of calls, ranging from whistles, cooing, yodels, and grunts. 
For example, diving ducks make a noise like scalp. Some calls may be loud, some may be quiet. Well, this would be a good opportunity to, to kind of play some different types of duck oh, sounds. Oh, you want to hear some duck sounds? All right, let's see if I can find you some duck sounds. Duck sounds. It's probably just going to be quacks, unfortunately. I mean, we got the classic. <laughs> um, one hour of duck sounds. Ten hours of duck sounds. Wow, YouTube. Y'all are let's weird. Let's curious quackers. Okay, let's look at some curious quackers. Or curious ducks talking. Here we go. Some curious quackers. Wanda Kuza presents curious quackers. This just sounds like quack to me. I don't hear any whistles and coos. They just look so friendly. I know that they can be like really mean, but they just look like you're smiling. Pretty much. And their feet are amazing. I love ducks. Oh, he, he lost the, his the, feathers. The white and orange combination. Okay, well, we need to listen to some more. Yeah, that was not very good duck noises. 480,000 views. Here, let's listen to some more duck noises. This is three minutes long, but we're not going to do the full three minutes. Don't worry. The ducks. Okay. They're well, YouTube, town hall meeting. YouTube suggested the duck song, so we're going to play it. Not the whole thing. It's long as hell. Oh, wait, no. This is only three minutes long. I thought this was so much longer. This is a classic. You know this, right? Sure. I think I was in eighth grade when this came out. And then said, no, we just sell lemonade, but it's cold and it's fresh and it's all homemade. Can I get you a glass? The duck said, I'll pass. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, till the very next... Okay, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm sorry. But if you ever want to go on YouTube and look at the duck song, it's there. Honestly, it's kind of annoying to me. I prefer the llama song. Again, this is not a llama episode, however... Okay, so a common urban legend claims that duck quacks do not echo. However, this was proven wrong by Mythbusters. I never heard that before. I don't really care. But they just put them in a room or something? They say it doesn't echo. Like, if you put a duck in a room, an empty room, it won't echo. But Mythbusters, I guess they put a duck in a room. I don't know. Let's hmm. look up and see what the Mythbusters did. You don't have to look at everything. Okay, fine. I'm not going to look it up. I don't really care, honestly. Ducks quacking is not my favorite thing about ducks. So, the feathers of young ducklings are not developed enough to protect them from water, um, so it doesn't waterproof them and let them float. So, that's why their moms have to stay with them, because otherwise they're going to drown. Um, so, if a human raises them, it's, it's, it's bad. You shouldn't, like, let them have free access to water, because they can't swim by themselves until their uh, oil on their feathers has developed properly. Okay. Now, this is a wonderful... I forgot. We're going to talk about cloacas. Actually, I do have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, no more, no more songs. It can be difficult to determine... I'm going to read this straight from Wikipedia, because I love the way they worded it. It can be difficult to determine the sex of young ducklings due to the lack of external genitalia or any other differences. Venting is one common method. So what you do to vent is you gently squeeze the duckling to cause feces to be expelled, which means you make the duckling poop by squeezing it. Then the cloaca, which I may be pronouncing wrong, and if so, I apologize, opens slightly, permitting you to view the sexual organs. However, when they're young, you can't really tell if it's a penis or not. But basically, you squeeze the duck until it poops and you can see the little hole and you're like, oh, it's a girl duck, or oh, it's a boy duck. I will never look at <laughs> squeezable toy ducks thing again, especially those rubber ducklings that you have in bathtubs. So Imagine like a little a dog with like a duck toy, and when you squeeze it instead of you've, squeezing you've, it. You've pretty much like ruined my experience in any animal section of a toy store. <laughs> like really. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Um, male ducks uh, have a rasping call. Females quack. Blah blah. The, the Drake, fe- you missed the Drake feather, man. Eh, whatever. I don't care about the Drake feather. No, blah blah blah. Uh, the, you know those white ducks with the orange beaks? The, mm-hmm. They're called Pekin. 
Pekin, Pekin, whatever. Not They're... Pekin. Pekin is the kind of duck you eat at a Chinese restaurant. That's Peking duck. Uh, close, I guess. I don't know how to pronounce any of these things, but they're very gregarious and social. They like to be buddies with each other. Um, let's see. They're intelligent. Okay. Let's get to the Ducker production. The best part. So, basically, there's this one scientist, and she dissected a male duck, and she was astonished by the results because she saw a very large and complicated penis. She asked herself, why do these males have such large, large penises? Duck um, penises are shaped like corkscrews, and they can be as long or longer than the duck itself. They, first of all, they're strange for several reasons. First of all, they can be f up to 40 centimeters long. Like I said before, some of them can have penises that are larger than their bodies. Now, unlike human or other mammals' penises, ducks' penises are not supported by blood or muscle, but by lymph. So, in other words, when they have an erection, it doesn't stay. It takes le less than half a second for it to go away again, because they don't have blood or muscle in there. So... The duck penis extends as the sperm travels to the, on the outer layer of the penis in a corkscrew path. So basically, it, it ta takes half a second for it to go all the way up the penis. So anyway, this scientist, who's a girl, by the way, she, once she, got, she found out about male penises, she was like, okay, male duck penises have been studied a lot, obviously, because they're weird. And she was like, what about girl ducks? Like, girl ducks are probably interesting. And so she said, for every car, there is a garage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she said nobody else looked at girl, you know, female ducks. And she was like, what the heck? So she decided to go look at some. So in most birds, the oviduct is like a simple tube. But in ducks, the vaginal tract spirals inside of the duck and has different sacs and crevices, which is really weird because 97% of birds don't even have dicks or vaginas. So she was like, why do duck, girl ducks have reproduction like that? And the reason why is because, as I mentioned before, ducks rape. That is why. Um... Basically, the fact that male ducks will rape female ducks is why female duck in insides are shaped like that. Um, so, in other words, male ducks have corkscrew-shaped penises. Female ducks have anti-corkscrew-shaped vaginas. So, they have their vaginas are specifically designed to be hard to penetrate so that only the fittest males can have sex with the female ducks. In other words, they made it so that they're hard to have sex with because lots of male ducks will try to rape them. They only want the one that's just right. So, there's more males than females is what you're saying? I mean, I think it's pretty even. I think it's just for some reason male ducks like to rape female ducks. And that's animal behavior that I don't know why. Probably like evolutionary biology or something. But that's why female so ducks are like that. do ducks make noise when they're um, having sex? I don't know. I would think probably not. Most animals don't. Like mm. mammals do. But I mean, like if you look at turtles mating, they don't really make noise. Mm. I don't know. I'm not about to go watch. I'll read all about them, but I'm not about to watch it. Thank you. Mm. Um... So anyway, this woman, Brennan, the scientist, she decided to make an experiment on a duck farm in California. So there were some ducks that have larger penises, and so she wanted to see if the female duck's vagina was harder for a male duck to penetrate. So she made a fake, like a man-made vagina of a duck, and then she made a regular one that wasn't corkscrew. So she had two different ones, and mm -hmm. they did have trouble getting through the corkscrew ones, and so that's basically why. And so because the, the, because the female vaginas became complicated, the male duck penises became more corkscrewy. So they're, like, evolving with each other. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like if someone, it like, makes a, 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 um, like a firewall and someone else tries to hack it, and so they make the firewall even more, and then they try to hack it again. It's like that. Sure. So anyway, what's a cloaca? cloaca? What is a cloaca? Cloaca? Cloaca. Is it cloaca? Cloaca. Anyway, I'm going to keep calling it cloaca because that sounds better to me. Unless you think I should call it cloaca. What do you think? No preference. Okay. 
Let's go cloaca, because that's what Wikipedia, I think, says. Um, anyway, I, I was kind of confused as to why there's a cloaca if it has a penis and a vagina. Like, penis boys have penises and girls have vaginas. Then why is there a cloaca? But anyway, a cloaca is basically a hole that is present in amphibians, birds, reptiles, and a couple of different mammals. And it's basically they poop and pee through the same hole um, that they also have sex with. And they also, like, you know, everything goes out of the hole. Same hole, basically. Um, some of them also breathe through that hole, which is really fucking weird to me. But... That's really bizarre. Yeah, it's just the same hole for everything. Um, well, I'll explain the breathing thing nuts. in a minute. That's nuts. This, I really like this part. Birds, my, as I said, 97% of birds don't have penises or vaginas. Right. Instead, they have this hole. And so those birds reproduce using their cloaca. This occurs during what is called a cloacal kiss. Isn't that a beautiful way to put it? They stick their holes up against each yeah, other. We'll say that. We'll say they that. touch their cloaca, the cloacae together only for a few seconds, and the sperm is transferred from the male to the female. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was cool. Um, some so, species of birds... So specifically, so like, you know how in humans, uh, females receive a lot of sperm, so is it the same thing in... I would assume so. They only have half a second, though. Like, they get a lot of sperm, and then one hits the egg properly, I so. and... Yeah. I think so. I would assume so. Um, some birds don't have clo- cloaca. Um, they have penises and vaginas, like ducks... Also, swans, geese, kiwis, and ostriches. This episode's not about geese, but I looked them up, and their production is basically the same as ducks. Same idea. So, wait. Um, can ducks have orgasms? See, that's an interesting point. Um, if you don't mind, can you get me the wild sex book that's on my um, nightstand? There's a chapter about that. I can re- explain it to you. Sure. Thank you. Sorry, I wasn't prepared, but I didn't know he would ask this question, and I actually happen to have an answer. Do, do. Come on. Let me find the chapter on orgasms. We're so invested in this. We have books and literature. I know. Where's the chapter on orgasms? I do some case studies and some research. Okay, hold on. Let me find the chapter. You do not need to research. I marked all these pages, but I don't. I don't think I got to the orgasm. I'm just waiting for the. There's a. uh, Animal researcher who, the big, oh, who studies reproduction, who follows us on Twitter, and I'm waiting for her to like correct us on something. Oh, we're definitely wrong on some stuff. Um, I blame Wikipedia. Okay, okay. The is unfortunate. That, that, no, wait. The chapter is titled "The Big O." Oh One. yeah, sorry. This book is called "Wild Sex" by Dr. Karen Bondar. It's really good. I'm gonna definitely bring up some more points from it you in the follow her on Twitter from future podcast. But um, orgasms basically, there's no way to know. You know, you can't ask an animal if it has, if it um likes sex, but there are some place, some um, animals that do seem to, um, like, the thing is, it's, it's hard to explain, okay? So there's some fish that have mustaches, and so when they, the female... What, wait, wait, wait. What? Fish have mustaches? They're called epidermal outgrowths. It looks like a mustache. It's like skin. It's like bristles. All right, Nicole, I think it's time to take a trip to the Baltimore Aquarium so I can look at the fish mustaches. <laughs> anyway, some of the fish have mustaches, and before they have sex, the males... Uh, con- move their mustaches against the female's genital area, which doesn't really help in the sex part. So people, scientists are assuming it's for pleasure. So that's that's close enough to your to your orgasm answer. Um, also, earwigs. Some earwigs have longer penises than other earwigs. It's an earwig. A, 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 I don't know. Let me look this up. I don't. Know, I don't want to tell you something wrong. Um, ear. We are getting so off track. Sorry. This is like not even about ducks. That's an earwig. It's a bug. 
Oh, it's a bug. Okay. So some earwigs have bigger penises, and it seems like the females like to have sex more with the ones with bigger penises. So again, not proof of orgasm, but kind of shows you, you know. Um, let's see, what else does it say in here? Um, if people are saying with mammals, it, it should be different because mammalian females have a clitoris, which we also have. So it says primates, many females. Rebecca, you pronounce it clitoris? How are you supposed Isn't to pronounce it? Clitoris? Clitoris? I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole life. Well, I'm not sorry, a, guys. You're not a complete failure. I'm sorry. I read a lot of words and I never hear them said out loud. There's um, Google for that. You just type in the word and it'll play. It never, I never need to. You anyway, can do other languages now. I think. Okay, so for primates, this many okay. females exhibit an increase in heart rate and respiration and blood pressure when they have sex. That's a good. Way so to they tell. probably are like. Sure. Um, <laughs> this is so silly. In chimpanzees, female orgasm is also associated with a reach-back response, where females will clutch their sexual partner and reach backwards while emitting distinctive vocalizations and exhibiting a characteristic fe- facial expression. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's enough about orgasms for now. Um, let's go back to cloacas, which I am now pronouncing correctly. Egg-laying mammals, egg-laying mammals possess cloacas you know you know egg laying, like a platypus of course some of them have a cloaca for gas exchange in other words some aquatic turtle species can breathe underwater using their cloaca which doesn't make any sense to me like you're breathing and peeing and pooping and having sex from the same hole which is fine like if you want to do that that's fine but then why do turtles even have mouths if they're breathing from their butt why do they need a mouth to eat i guess yeah there you go to eat. but like it's so stupid i don't understand anyway we're, we're both fools. Um, so, yeah, they accomplish... They have bladders connected to their cloaca that absorbs oxygen from the water. Oh, okay, this is my favorite fact. It is the most disgusting fact ever. You said like five times already. But I'm sorry, I just love all these facts. Various fish, as well as worms and crabs, are specialized to take advantage of the constant flow of water through the cloacal respiratory tree of sea cucumbers while gaining protection of living inside the sea cucumber itself. In other words, these bugs and worms and fish live inside the cloaca, inside the butthole of the sea cucumber. At night, many of these species emerge from the anus of the sea cucumber 